Hello, sunshines. Welcome back to another episode of the Golden Sun Rays podcast. I'm your host, Golden Jay, and these are my sun rays. Listen, on this podcast, I shed my light on various topics from dating to anime, South Korean pop culture to entrepreneurship and just random discussions and random topics. So that is what I do here. <laughs> and today I'm going to be shedding my light on How did I become a massage therapist? What is my why? How did I happen to choose the career that I have? I've been doing massage for 10 years. I do have my own mobile practice. And so I don't think I've ever shared how I got into it, where I'm at now with it, and what keeps me going. Like, what's my passion? You know, what's my why? So I just want to share that with you guys so you can kind of understand a little bit more If you are, you know, (laughs) if you are curious about the massage and beauty industry, and I can tell you my perspective of it. So last episode, I discussed self-esteem. I read two blog posts, and I'm going to release a poem. Like, I used to write poetry a lot. I was really heavy at night when I was inspired I'll just get up off the bed and I'll just write so the poem that I discussed in the last episode I'm not going to make it a podcast and say I'm going to just post it on the blog the blog is goldensunrays.com if you're not familiar with it but yeah I, my goal is to have that up by this Friday so I will definitely do that I'm not sure if I said in the last episode where I see this podcast going so someone keeps asking me if I want to do YouTube and right now my answer is no but I understand the importance and the need of YouTube in 2022 if you are trying to be seen or market anything so right now I'm I'm saying no but I'm not saying never if that makes sense (laughs) so yep YouTube maybe maybe not knows but right now I'm just comfortable like I'm just trying to get comfortable doing a podcast just trying to hear my voice so when I upload episodes I rarely listen to them I only takes me like two days to um, record because I do so many takes and I'm like okay whichever one sounds the best whichever one has the least mistakes that's what I'm just gonna upload I don't really do a lot of editing in it I might clip out like pieces here and there but overall, like I just upload an episode and I don't listen to it. <laughs> and that kind of helps me um, build my confidence, um, honestly, because trying to go back and listen, then I really will become like harder on myself. And I probably will not like put out content. If I listen to everything that I put out, I know that I definitely will like, you know, start to have some issues and be like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't have said that or I forgot to say this. And it'll actually will have an adverse effect and make me no longer feel confident in doing these episodes. So that's the antithesis of what I want to do with this podcast. So, going forward, I do want to have an episode each week. Something that's, you know, kind of like anime, um, K-pop or Korean culture, Japanese culture related something that is business related something that is like from the blog and then just like a random topic so you get a variety of 
discussion so everything isn't the same because I have a lot of thoughts and I don't mind sharing and you might have a lot of thoughts and I don't mind hearing so just another way to connect guys so that's my plan going forward like I said today I'm going to be discussing how I became a massage therapist and honestly (laughs) okay to be 100% honest I literally thought that massage was going to be quick money I thought like hey I'm going to go here school's not even um, two years school's like uh, nine months nine months to a year I'm going to get in I'm going to get out I'm going to go to Florida I'm going to go to California I'm about to make bank and y'all ain't going to see me no more you're going to catch me on a cruise ship you're going to catch me at a five star hotel I'm about to be out here making all kinds of money. Y'all not going to be able to tell me nothing. <laughs> and the reality was like, yeah, nah, bitch, it's not, it's not like that. <laughs> it could be, but it also is not like that. So, to start this off, I definitely have to go back and explain. When I first graduated high school, um, ended up at Wayne State. That's my dad's alma mater. It's in Detroit so it was close to my home at the time I'm like okay well I will go here Wayne State for media arts and studies like I really didn't think about college at all if, um yeah I really didn't so at the very last minute uh so send out some applications whoever got back to me first which was Wayne State that's where I decided to go I went there for media arts and studies thinking that television and film would be the best course of action for me Simply because in high school, there was a program that I ended up doing for like three to four years and I really enjoyed it. It was the scoop program. So we made um, PSAs, we did documentaries, we made just like television film pretty much overall. And so everyone, each, each quarter or each program session, you had to come up with an idea of a PLC that you wanted to do. So some people would do trunk driving, some would do, you know, um, astronauts, some people would be, you know, dealing with child abuse or physical abuse or domestic relationships like that. And so I ended up falling in love with the production side of it. I definitely enjoyed being a PA, um, being an assistant, writing and drawing the storyboards was, was fun for me. So I just assumed that, hey, maybe this is just where I should just go to college and do. Um, yeah, so I ended up at Wayne State for two years, and I did not enjoy it. I actually ended up hating television and film, and not because I hate television and film, but I, um, I snuck out of uh, Wayne State. <laughs> You're supposed to have a 2.0, and I had a 1.98, and I'm not even going to hate on those two extra points. I feel like y'all should have round up, but if y'all did round up, I probably would have continue that way stay doing something that I didn't like so <laughs> um so at that time in, in college um I had to work so I was working at McDonald's at this point in time and that was my main source of income like my parents were always up front and I'm like hey you got some bonds you need to, but you need to apply for scholarships you need to you know we don't have the full amount fast would be lying to niggas they'd be like oh you got two parents in the household or they both graduated from college or they both got good jobs they can afford to pay 80% of this. And, I, <laughs> and we're like, nah, that's not exactly true there, FAFSA. Slow your roll. But FAFSA's a scam. 
but basically like I ended up having to pay for school so because I I had to work in order to pay for school so in my mind shit I'm going I'm going to work I'm not going to go to school today because I need to work because I need money to pay for this so that was part of the reason how I flunked out I didn't have a computer at this time and I had no time to go to the library because I had to freaking work like I was working two or three jobs like I, I would wake up at 6 a.m. go to Panera. I was working at Panera in Southfield. Um, then after that, I would go to class. I kept make sure my classes were in the afternoon. And so then after class from like 4, four to midnight, I was at McDonald's. So 4 to 12, 4 to midnight at McDonald's. I'm um, like 6 to 12 at Panera. And then like in between that time, I was in school. And I didn't have a computer, so I literally hand wrote a lot of my papers yes i know guys don't <laughs> I, i'm but in my mind it's just like hey do you want this assignment or not like i could i could not turn it in at the same time that would definitely hurt me more than it would hurt the teacher but listen i'd rather get something i've always been i'd rather get something versus nothing um <laughs> and that still is my mentality today because i had like for my business econ sorry my business communication course this semester we were supposed to do a audio or um, audio presentation but because i waited to the absolute last minute i literally only had like two hours to read off a whole report and get on camera and do this and, and it had to be nice i said no it's not going to get done so i just did the powerpoint i sent the powerpoint and said hey i'd rather get five points over zero points i ended up getting 20 points um that's still a D, but <laughs> I accept responsibility. If I say I can handle it, I, I'll definitely handle it. So, yeah, 20 points is better than zero points. And I still got, got a good grade out the class overall. It was just that one assignment that I did not submit um, completely. But I still passed, so I can't complain. But yeah, just go just to prove, like, I'd rather turn in something versus nothing. So I was handwriting my papers. I was like stapling them together. <laughs> and it was just like, looking back now, it's just hilarious. Like I'm laughing at it. It's crazy to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I flunked out. Then I went to Hemingford Community College for social work. Because I thought that I would wanted to work with like adoption agencies and work with children who had upbringings that were less than mine and that kind of sounds rough to say but you know growing up growing up in a two-parent household does have its benefits uh can't really complain about my childhood we went on trips we had family um, dinners had been in church like i had a pretty decent childhood i'm just gonna say that. i had a really pretty decent childhood didn't really have a lot of wants I mean didn't have a lot of needs um and then things that I wanted if they could do it they couldn't but I know they didn't absolutely try to so I wanted to work with children who didn't have that I had a soft spot for that but then something happened um and I was just like yeah no this is this is not for me so I took some time off and I'm just like you know what maybe college isn't for everybody so for the longest time I was adamant Everybody don't need to do four years for college. Everyone doesn't need to go to a university. College is a scam. Like, you can still make money out here without having, without having a degree, which we all know is true. We all know that it is true. Um, so this was my idea at that time. 
But I'm like, but I do want to learn, like, there's things that I want to do. I need to make money, so I do want to go to sun school. So that's when I started looking at, like, what was something that I really like to do. And, um, a lot of people were like, oh, your hands are so warm. You know, you should do massages or you give the best hugs. And I do give the best hugs. My hugs are legendary, iconic, honestly, truly. So, the bays. The little dudes that I was messing with at the time, they was like, oh, you know, you, you got good hands, you can do massage, I was like, okay, maybe I could, it'd be quick money, like, because you have the idea, like, massages, oh, rich people, it's a luxury, I can get this bank from people, and I'll be out on my way, that was my idea going into it, I went to Irene's, my massage, massage institute excuse me in southfield which is like the best school irene's is like the top school in michigan you can fight me if you want but at the end of the day irene's is still the best school in michigan for massage therapy so that's where i ended up going and just upon entering the building it was just like an or that was like yo this is for you this is the place for you like this is where you need to be still thinking hey this is about to be quick like i'm about to be in i'm about to be out you know how hard can it be seriously thinking how hard can massage be you just rubbing on bodies all day i get there y'all absolutely not absolutely not chemistry anatomy physiology kinesiology all these allergies and i was like i said i hate this school <laughs> so why <laughs> why does this feel like college but at the same time I absolutely fell in love with it. I'm like, if y'all explained chemistry to me like this in high school, I wouldn't have gotten a C. But because I got a C, <laughs> there are some things that I did remember. And so coming back to, you know, like the chemistry aspect of it now and massage school was like easier for me. Anatomy uh, was easier for me this time around. And so I was just like, yo, if this was explained to me like this in high school, I probably would have gotten a better grade. Like now I'm just obsessed. I love it like this is this is some good information it's it's more physical work than people think that it is it's more than just rubbing bodies like massage is 100% more than rubbing bodies which is why I hate the term masseuse because I'm not a masseuse massage therapist is the appropriate term you can say body workers too but there's you know there's a slight difference between body workers and massage therapists but essentially the education is still the same it's just different modalities and techniques that you learn afterwards some on the more medical side, some on the more sports, I guess you could say sports medicine, same thing, sports side, some is more on the Swedish relaxation and um, spa and luxury side. Me, I like a balance of all of it. Because uh, I worked in chiropractic um, offices, I worked for a physical therapist, I worked at airports. Be relaxed at LAX was so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. I work for private clients, I've done events, I've done spa hosting, so many things I have done with massage that um, you have options. You just need to find and try new things and get out there and you will find something that you will like. So yeah, so here we go guys. Um, I'm going into Irene's and this is the point where we're learning all the anatomy this is the study side of it, right? We haven't done the, the hands-on portion. And so, I'm going to pause here. Well, not necessarily pause, but we're going to stick a pin in it right here. So, an important thing about me <laughs> is that 
I was celibate for about three years. So I was in a relationship with, with a guy and it ended horribly. <laughs> this is when I was still working at Wayne State. I used to work at Wayne State too. I had jobs. I was just working. <laughs> so I used to work at the, um, the athletic department at Wayne State. And so this is when I was working here and the guy that I was dating come to find out that he was dating someone else who was a cheerleader at Wayne State. And I'm like, yo, that's so close to home. Cause we've been talking since high school. Like we've been we've been involved since high school. So um <laughs> I found out about Homegirl and I guess he told her and she came up to like like I said, I was working in the athletic department. So during one of the games, I'm in the booth, I'm selling tickets, I'm doing will call. And she come up and it's, it's some drama, it's some whatever. And I'm just like, yo, not my job. Like I take my job really seriously and I don't like drama. So you ain't gonna bring drama to my um, job. But at the end of the day, I got my feelings hurt. <laughs> not, no, no physical fighting, but listen, when I confronted him about it, like, hey, I really don't appreciate it. I don't know what you said to her, um, but this is who you're calling your girlfriend. Then the four years four or five years that we was involved the proposal that you gave 100% bullshit like this nigga literally did ass thought long story short I was heartbroken so I was like listen I don't want to deal with nobody like I'm just about to go to school I'm just about to focus on me I'm about to make this quick money I'm about to be out like I was like I don't even want to look at dudes right so about three or four for about three years I was celebrating like there was guys who was trying to talk to me and there was this one particular guy who, you know, he was around when the other dude was around. And he was trying to talk. He was trying to talk. And I was like, oh, you know, no, I'm, I'm committed to my relationship. Oh, no, you're just a cool person. We're just friends, all of that. So then we actually started dating because I was convinced. <laughs> like, oh, you know, it's been three years, maybe this person he's been around he says that he's serious he's been hanging around for three years he's been hanging out longer than that since i was with the other dude maybe he really does like me and i'm like okay well let's let's just see where it goes let's see where it goes right so here we go so even though i was celibate for those three years i was still going to the gynecologist i feel like that's very important whether you're having sex or not still go get your checkups that's what i was doing right my shit was good. My shit was Gucci, right? <laughs> so, we're almost at the halfway point of school, and I'm going to the gynecologist for my biannual check-in. And I'm getting the I call it the coochie scraper, but you know, you know what it is. <laughs> and so I'm getting that done. And they get my cultures and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, we're gonna give you, you know, your results back in a few days or, or however long it takes. And when I got the results back, um, the results were abnormal. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, so me and homie, me and homie, we were together in January. Is when we were officially together. Same thing. This nigga proposed to you. Proposed after like three. After like two to three months, he proposed. And I was just like, yeah, no, because I know I'm not sure about you yet. I don't want to hold you up. You know, get off your knees. Because we was at his parents, we was at his mom's house. And I was like, yeah, get up off your knees, man. Like, I don't want to embarrass you from your parents. I like you, but it ain't, we ain't there yet. Like, I understand he's got a relationship with someone who also proposed. We was in a relationship longer. And he still did me dirty. 
So, long story short, ended up breaking up my celibacy with homeboy, with the new guy, right? And so, when they're telling me that this was January, and this was three months, so this is what, March? So, I'm going for my check-in in March, and I get my results back in there abnormal. Um, I'm like, yo, what's going on? So, this when they come back, and it's like, oh, we're just going to do a couple more tests. Um, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Then we get the results back, and it's like, oh, you got, um, <laughs> you have pre-cervical cancer uh, cells on your cervix. And I'm like, yo, wait, wait, that's, that's, that's kind of fucking extreme. Like I haven't been fucking, like I just started fucking this dude. It's only been three months. And so like, and for those two or three years, you know, I've been coming in, my shit been good. So I'm like, yo, what's, what's going on? Like I'm, I'm heated. I'm living. Cause I'm like, yo, I take good care of myself as a woman. And so I went to homeboy and I'm like, homie, what the fuck going on? Yo, like, he's like, oh yeah, my bad. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch, like, mm, mm. I'm like, yo, so I have to get the surgery. So they're like, yeah, you gotta get the leave procedure. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I'm heated. I'm fucking heated just thinking about this shit. Because some days I'm cool about it, but then I have to spend it to, to it like this. <sighs> I'm upset again. So, yes. Um, I get the fucking procedure. Of course, I'm not talking to homeboy. Like, it's my cutoff game is strong. It's hella strong. Um, and so he's like, "Oh, what do you need? Tell me. You know, want me to pay for the surgery?" I'm like, "Nah, nigga, we done. Like, you can go on home, girl. Whatever you was doing before me, whatever you're doing during me, go continue on, cause I'm I'm out." So I get the surgery, and they're like, "Okay, cool. Everything goes well. They." You know, scraping the line of my service or whatever. And I go back to the gynecologist to get another testing. I have to make sure everything was still good afterwards. And so, it wasn't. Shit was still coming back abnormal. And I'm like, yo, like, I really took some, some layers off of this service. Like, my shit weak. Like, I know my service is weak. I'm like, yo, what's, like, what's the problem? What's going on? And it, it suffice to say, at this point in time, um, I didn't drink coffee. I had a, a strict workout schedule like every morning 6 30 like clockwork i was doing a lot like <laughs> i was doing my workout i was typically healthy definitely more healthier than what i am today <laughs> so but during this whole time like i was a healthy young woman like i was eating properly i was exercising properly exercising enough i didn't like i said i didn't drink coffee wasn't drinking alcohol like that maybe once or twice in every blue moon and so i'm just like yo this is my stuff should not be coming back at normal so here we are halfway point done with school now we get to the hands-on point of school so i'm getting massages once and twice you know sometimes two times a week and the third time i go back for my um testing to make sure everything was good or not my sales were benign and the only thing literally the only thing that changed was me getting massages constantly once or twice a week Still wasn't drinking coffee. Was still exercising. I was connected to my nigga Jesus. Like, I was still in the word. <laughs> so it's just like, literally the only thing that changed was the consistency of me getting massages. And I'm like, at this point, I was just like, yo, wow. Like, this whole process, I kept going. 
and my stuff was coming back abnormal. Okay. Here we are, almost done with school now. I'm getting massages and my stuff comes back but not. That's literally the only difference. It blew my mind. Like I'm like massage, I'm sold out. This ain't for the week. <laughs> this ain't I'm not here for no games. I'm about to get my wings off to just school because this there's really something here for massage. And more more specifically, my stress levels. Um my stress levels were decreased immensely. So for me it's like yo, stress is a fucking killer. Because of course, you know, when you're going through it, you have it going through it, you're coming back and you're getting your test and they're still coming back, um, and they're still coming back positive. She's like, yo, you get stressed. So I was really, really, really stressed at this point. But by getting massages consistently, my stress levels were down so, you know, low that my shit came back benign. I'm like, yo, stress is a killer. Can't nobody tell me nothing different. Can't nobody tell me nothing different. This is how I'm going to angle my massage practice. I want to focus on reduction of stress. Yes, it can do this. Yes, you can do that. But at the end of the day, everybody has stress. Everybody has stress. When people get injured, okay, what one of the things, one of the main things that can in that can speed up a person's recovery is their stress levels. Make sure the stress levels are down when they have the right mindset, the right tools, the right things in place to like make sure they're they're in this like I said they're in the right mindset to handle the injury and know that hey it's gonna take some time but I'm I'm here and I'm doing this like their stress levels are down it's definitely gonna be able to relax the body more and allow the body to heal itself more and, and faster. So for me massage is like all about reducing stress. Everybody got it. Everybody stress is like I said stress is a fucking killer. Like the shit just makes me so Wow, just thinking about it and you hear people get like stress induced heart attacks stress induced this stress induced that so for me as a massage therapist that's what i focus on that's how i angle it first um like i said i like to balance everything out like i do enjoy my deep relaxation but i also enjoy you know the sports aspect of it the physical and active lifestyle um, aspect of Massage, I absolutely love the science aspect of massage and just learning about how, you know, ligaments and tendons and joints and everything is connected. Everything is interconnected with, with your nerves and your, like, motor sensors, um, sensors and everything like that. Like, that's, I also have an interest in that too. So just being able to connect all those together. But understanding that the most important part is making sure a person's stress levels are low or people know how to at least manage stress. So, yeah, guys, that's how I became a massage therapist. <laughs> that's what made me take it seriously and not just as quick money, thinking I'm about to be on a cruise ship, traveling here and there, traveling to a different place every every month. So, now, as a massage therapist, um, like I said, I went back to school for aesthetics in 2020, so I do have um, esthetician license under my belt. My focus now is two practices. So one is the entertainment industry uh, focused practice. So working with large entertainment venues, concerts, um, the end goal is to be able to have like, just think corporate massage for recording studios and record labels. Like, so you don't have to, 
I think this is going to be a safe for another kind of, another episode where I discuss more in detail what beats and balance is. That was my first practice. So when I graduated from um, Iris and I got my diploma, I went straight to LA. I um, saved up my little coins. I had brought a one-way ticket. I was packing up my stuff. I said, Mom and Dad, hey, my sister said it was okay for me to come out there and live with her. Boom, I'm out. I'm gone. And I'm going to send you some money to send me my stuff. And I was, in, and that's how I ended up in, in um, <laughs> that's how I ended up in LA or California for five years. Because in my mind, it's just like, okay, when I first graduated, I want, I knew I want to work with dancers. Like I absolutely love dance, specifically urban dance. I am from Detroit, so we have jitting, which is a style of, of footwork dance, and I absolutely love it. Like I used to, like I said, I was doing um, film and television, and so I happened to become a production assistant for. Uh, a footwork the name of the movie was gonna be footwork and I don't know if I should be saying this because it felt of course it felt not of course it fell through but it fell through and so I never forget we went to this hotel to meet up with a famous actor well not actor he's from a boy group <laughs> and he was supposed to be in the film and we went to the hotel to meet him the the director and and I and her daughter we all went there to meet him and it was an experience on this own like home was a little loopy here and I mean everybody knew he was loopy already but nigga was crazy <laughs> but long story short so I was working this film and I got to see some of the dance rehearsals people of, of jitters and I was like yo they put now I, I, like, I want to learn this and so you know they had me well she had me the director she was like well you know you can go take a class with them and so I was like okay shit I'm gonna go up here and learn this choreography and so I learned a little bit of choreography and I fell in love like I love jitting I love footwork um but yeah I love urban dance in general and so there was a particular group from Detroit who meditated me decent I was like oh boom yo <laughs> like I wanted so much for them <laughs> Oh, God, am I aging myself right now? I might be aging myself, but... Yeah, so I was like, oh, my God. That's how I found out about ABD6. I was looking up researching dancers that were here in dance studios that were here in Michigan. And a lot of the dancers that were here in Michigan were actually moving to um, L.A. And so I was just like, okay, I know I want to work with dancers. I want to be the massage therapist. I want to be in the studios. Um, So as soon as they get done from rehearsals or practice or class, boom, I'm right there. Boom, let's stretch you out hey maybe let's 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 take a moment let's take a deep breath let's do some breathing exercises let's bring your momentum down so you can you know recover faster like that was my whole idea original idea with beats and balance is to work with urban dancers and so i fell in love with abdc um then you have world of dance and then you have all these uh, dance crews and i fell into the rabbit hole of youtube and watching youtube dancers so um i think this is definitely a another episode in itself as well but like this is how that's how i found keone and mari um that's how i found out about movement lifestyle that's how i found out about jake park because andrew Batterina, please correct me if i pronounce his last name wrong from houston he is so real cruel um and i knew he was a backup dancer uh they were also for their crew was also on abdc excuse me um, and so I was just like, oh, okay, let me check out these other crews, see how they do. And that's how I found out he was a backup dancer for Jake Park. So that's why I was watching Jake Park. I was like, oh, who is this? Like, I'm not trying to see him. I'm trying to see the dancers because, like I said, I care more about dancers than I care about the artists at this point. <laughs> and 
Alex was like, oh, let me try this choreography out. I'm in my bedroom trying to do a bandit. That's my favorite Jay Park song. But y'all don't care. But I was like, this is my favorite song. I'm going to try to learn this choreography. And it was his choreography. Um, so I started researching so many different, like, choreographers and crews and dancers. And I was just like, yeah. I just knew. It just clicked from Like, yeah, I'm about to go to L.A. This is where it's at for me. As soon as I get off, the, the, I must have got off the boat. <laughs> as soon as I got off the flight, I was in the streets. Like, okay, I'm in Culver City. This is what, this is what, West Hollywood? This is where I need to be? North Hollywood? This is where I need to be? Torrance? This is where I need to be? wherever I need to be <laughs> and so I had you know some really good opportunities um, while there in LA as far as working with dance studios and events and dancers and so I was really excited I was really happy <laughs> in the end um then what happened I mean, yeah, I mean I still love working with dancers I still love dance like that really didn't change only thing that changed now is like of course you have to pivot because of the pandemic and a lot of dancers were shut down and I am back in Michigan now where the dancing isn't as I'm not gonna say as unique but it isn't as heavy and as as popping to be honest as it was in LA but there's definitely a stark difference uh Gigi Torres was just here in Detroit for a weekend and I was just like oh my god if I still dance I would have (laughs) went I would have loved to just meet her so it's just like, yes, people are still coming, are starting to come to Detroit for dance tours and things of that nature. And it's really exciting. So my thing is I still want to be the massage therapist for that. Like I worked with like I said, I worked with chiropractors, I worked with a physical therapist, and I worked with a physical therapist office in California for three or four years. It was the last job I held before I moved back home. It was a Korean owned practice and the one of the doctors, it was owned by two doctors. And one of the doctor's sister was a dancer too. Um, I guess she was on ABDC because they had a picture up. And I was like, oh wow, this is how I know this is where I'm supposed to be at. Like, this was, this job was so fun. <laughs> it was very interesting too because a lot of the clients were older Koreans who were not used to seeing a black therapist. And it was like, whatever. But then I had like so many Ajumas who was just so cool. And I was like, oh, let me teach you this and let me teach you that. <laughs> So I just really had some good experiences there as well. But yeah, so one of the doctors, his sister was a dancer and she ended up marrying somebody who was an executive at one of the big three. But I wasn't really into K-pop. Like it was literally just T.O.P. and Jake Park at this point for me. But ultimately working with these doctors and seeing all the clientele, it kind of that's what kind of like prompted me to really try to learn the language because I want to make sure that I can communicate with with my clients like shoulder back hurt what hurts left right orange things like that and it's like I, I want to learn this so I can be able to better communicate with them um my Korean is still shit <laughs> it really is I pick up words faster but um yeah I'm still trying to learn <laughs> I still want to work with clients and be able to communicate with them where their pain is what the anatomy of the body is in Korean is very important to learn so that's what I do when I do study I look things up related to the subject that I want to know so yeah guys I'm back in Michigan and I opened up Beats and Balance to work within the, the broader scope of the entertainment industry so it includes 
dancers, choreographers, it includes songwriters, it includes DJs, it includes artists, um, tour managers. Long story short, because I know that the stress levels of the entertainment industry in general is slightly higher. People think that it's such an easy job and it's just all fun and games, but there's so much stress and things that people have to deal with, but you know, can't really say or don't say. I can't tell another story because it literally was prompted in 2017. My, my pivot for Beats and Balance was going to be started in 2017 when um, trigger warning suicide. I'm going to give you two minutes. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. My cat ready to go, so I'm going to give you some time. I'll open out the door. <laughs> Alright, so in 2017, when Shiny leader um, Jong Hun passed away, that lit another spark in me. It hit me pretty hard. Um, and so I was just like, yo, you, you never really know what people are going through. And I just did, I don't want to hear about any other artists committing suicide. Like, can I, is it avoidable? You don't know, no, it happens. Like, it does happen. It happens more than we like for it to happen. It's, he's not going to be the last one he's not the last one but for me it's like if I can just listen if I can just reduce their stress for 30 minutes or one hour and let them feel like hey this person is not in the industry so they, there's no politics there they're just a genuine cool ass person who wants to see the best for me who wants to provide a safe space for me <sighs> maybe I'm, I'm not dreaming too big but like that's that's how I approach peace and balance these days. Yes, stress is still very important, but at the same time, people need a safe space with someone who's not in the industry, who's not looking for handouts, who's not looking for what I can get, the benefits. I just want niggas. I mean, I just want people to chill. Like I really just need people to find creative ways or find whatever they need to do to relieve their stress and not have anything or everything just weigh on their shoulders to the point they have to do something drastic. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end it here because the bitch about to get all kinds of um, emotional. But this, I guess this is me. This is my life. This is what I'm passionate about. Like, I, people just need someone to listen to them. They just need a place to, to vent and to rant and to feel safe. Um, and because this is my main source of income, I, I uphold the HIPAA laws. Like, I, I don't say shit. I'm like, I'm deaf and don't understand anything. I don't say shit <laughs> to nobody and I know some secrets but I don't say nothing to nobody because I respect these people like they're humans and they need to be treated as such whether they're an artist or a songwriter or an executive or a DJ even if they're just the lighting tech even if they're just an engineer doing the soundboard like that's still a hard tough job that's late nights you ruining your eardrum you gotta be sleeping and drowsy yo People really don't take account to what all it takes to pull on a concert, to pull on a tour, let alone an international tour. It's a lot of freaking work. And I'm just on the outside looking at like, I'm not even in the trenches. But I love music. And if I can help people create more to put out the music that they love for their fans, because I'm a fan. 
I'm the Alright guys. <laughs> Until next time, people. Be brave. Be blessed. Peace.